So I am a wee bit hungry, but I mean, I'm probably not going to eat. It's too late for that. I'm just going to order lunch. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I can talk about how I I have discovered I'm a very selfish volleyball player. I can talk about how my how the bachelor party went for our main man Yexon. We could just shoot the shit and catch up on that as well. Um, yeah, I mean Yex's trip was pretty sick. It was it was a good time. I thought it was really fun. Um, we planned a lot because Alex and I are the best men, and so we did a lot of the planning for going somewhere he'd never been, which was Disney World slash Universal Studios down in Orlando. He's a big Star Wars and Harry Potter fan, so I think uh, that was a good time. But yeah, I mean, if we don't talk about that stuff, we can think about other stuff to talk about or just food. That does sound pretty good. Or we can talk about how my gym came after me. <laughs> What'd your gym do? I told you. Like, I haven't been there in a week. I haven't been there in a week, so they sent me a text. They're like, we haven't seen you in for a week. Would you like us to sign up for your next class? And I was like, yo, I was away, man. What do y'all want from me? This is F45. F45 is really on top of their shit, to be honest. Like, they really try and get you to hit your goal. I didn't even set like, a specific goal. Is it like a gym gym or is it like CrossFit? It's like CrossFit, to be honest. Yeah. Like I, I've mentioned before that F45, and I've said it, I think I, on the podcast, F45 is very similar to CrossFit. It's just with more of the cardio type stuff and less of the risky big lifts, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because the most like I've ever seen on a barbell at F45 is probably like, I don't know, like 160 pounds, which is not like crazy if you're doing like, you know, like a deadlift. If you're doing like a, a deadlift and it's 160 pounds, like for some people, obviously that's a huge number and, and that's great for them. But for most people who have experience in the gym, 160 pound deadlift or 160 pound like Romanian deadlift is not going to be too crazy for them. I mean, obviously relative to your own weight, if you're like 80 pounds, that's a big deal. But you know, but I'm, I'm not 80 pounds. I don't know if you knew that, Eddie. I did not know. I can't tell. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. But yeah, that's what uh, I heard yours and willie's episode yeah yeah that was a uh, it was an interesting time i was i was real curious about the end there but also willie's trip to north carolina sounded like it was a lot of fun yeah i think like i feel like anytime you travel it's usually a good time right yeah i think it's a good time i uh we were also at christy's birthday party last night classic christy on this podcast if you want to refer to whatever episode that is listeners and they were talking about the podcast briefly and I was joking and I was like, yeah, I'm trying to hand over the podcast to Eddie full time. <laughs> what did they, they say? They were just like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah. And I said it as a joke, but they were just like, yeah, we love Eddie's episodes. I was like, I also love Eddie's episodes. You're right. Let's hand this thing. Let's hold Let's hand this whole thing over. That's funny. I thought, I, thought, I thought we're handing this to Nikki. I think so. Yeah, that's <laughs> Nikki's not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate that. I think, um, no, I think for the most part, it's usually the guests. I just tour guide people through the episode, but normally it's it's the guests that make the episode. I think so. I think it's, yeah. it's a pretty good rule of thumb. And I mean, you just kind of do your best to make them feel comfortable and ask the questions that seem to kind of naturally progress from whatever's going on. Um, I mean, at some point, I think maybe this kind of felt like we needed to press hard questions. But that's just not really what the podcast is. I think if people want to dive deeper, they dive deeper. And if yeah. we end up with a 15-minute episode where people speed run the questions, then it is what it is. Like right. I'm not I'm not here to be like some fucking journalist that's trying to dig like into people's lives. You know what I mean? Right. We're not therapists. No, we're not. You know, people live their lives. It's true. We do the thing. Yep. Uh you want to do the intro? Welcome to the No Happiness Podcast, where there are no happy endings, just happy friendings, a podcast where we ask three levels of questions, or we used to. We don't really do that anymore. Occasionally, we do tier lists. 
and we do drafts now and we also do other things and we shoot the shit quite a bit and we talk about the trips that we go on and we listen to the audio time capsule because this podcast has existed for over two years so if you want to listen to what i thought about life two years ago you can do that now we can do that i don't think you've been on the podcast for two years eddie well no so we can listen to what you thought (laughs) yeah we all know brian don't listen to episodes that's actually cap because I listen to a lot of the episodes. I won't listen to all of them, to be honest. That's true. Some of them yeah. that I record that I know, like me and Eddie shoot the shit. I'm like, I don't need to listen to this again. What do you mean? It's a it's a cool recap in the conversation. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I was um. So yeah, I mean, how how was the trip? How long were you trip. there for? We were there for five days, um, four nights, and we did two days of Disney and two days of Universal Studios slash Islands of Adventure. Um, I would definitely recommend doing it a little bit differently because ultimately we, we had a great time and we had some great luck on some really good things and we had a really fun time. There's a couple of things in terms of trip planning that I just think we just didn't know until we got down there that we could have changed later. I mean, but that's just, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. So the first day we did Epcot. And I don't know if anybody's familiar with Disney World, but Epcot is basically just a tour of the different countries. But they also now have a Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which is really cool. But you need to get into a virtual queue at 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. Those are the two times the virtual queue exists. If you don't get in the virtual queue, you're not allowed to wait in line for Guardians of the Galaxy. Because that's how like popular the ride is. It's pretty insane. Yeah. So the wait, first so day... Like, hmm? Wait, so are they... Did they get rid of lines completely? No, they did not get rid of lines completely. So there's two ways to approach things. You can either get into lines and just wait whatever the wait time is. Or if you get something called the Genie app for Disney World, you can do like three rides where you set a time to show up and say, okay, this is your time to show up. And if you do, you go into the lightning lane, basically, or the express lane or the Genie lane. I don't remember what it's called for Disney World. But if you set a time, you go at that time and the line is within a 15 minute wait or less usually, which is pretty cool. But you can only do it for a few of them at a time um, per day per and it costs extra, obviously. But if you're trying to save time on specific rides, it's a good way to do that. Uh, The problematic part, obviously, is that some rides do not allow for the Genie Pass because one, they're either so popular or they're two, they're so new that they want to give everybody a chance to ride them. But it is how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So the first night we arrived is Friday night. Um, We went to go watch a Suns Magic NBA game, a basketball game. And it was really interesting. It was really chill to just sit there and talk shit about both teams. You know what I mean? Because you have no like cheering allegiance. Like we'll cheer for the home team, obviously, because we're there. But (laughs) we're just sitting there and we're just fucking trolling Devin Booker. And I actually have no problem with Devin Booker, honestly, right? Devin Booker is a good NBA player. He's arguably he's he's a little soft in some periods. He's a little soft. But he has my man can ball. Let's not let's not lie about this. Yes. Hey, but no double teaming though. (laughs) <laughs> we don't double team we also don't put mascots in the background to distract <laughs> uh but yeah Devin booker and it was just like you know it's it's fun to see good players play but he was having a terrible game and so basically we ended up cheering for the magic because that's you know we were in orlando and we we're just wizards fans for the most part or i jackson is a wizards fan but also a lakers fan but the whole point is, is this is just we're just talking a whole bunch of shit from our seat and it's not like it's not like obviously we're actually like shouting this shit, but it's just like really troll and really fun to just chill out and just watch a basketball game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Devin Booker's missing all these shots, and I'm just like, you know, Devin Booker or Devin Cooked, or you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just a lot of troll shit. 
Yeah. So that was cool. That was a good time. Next day, we went to Epcot. That's what I was referring to. Um, that's the day we had registered for Epcot because you have to register which uh, place you're going to, even though we had a park hopper. Park hopper means you can switch parks after a certain hour. But Disney is so big, I honestly would not recommend a park hopper. I would just kind of, I would just stay in one of the parks for a day because they're so big. You can do so much stuff in so many different places. Yeah. But Epcot was cool because it was a food and wine festival. We didn't get into the Guardians queue at 7 a.m. because our tickets weren't properly registered. At 1 p.m., we didn't make it into the virtual queue because the virtual queue sold out within seconds. So we did not get to go on the Guardians ride. Um, That's rough. We got to enjoy the food and wine festival. Uh, Our guy Aaron uh, wanted to meet Elsa and Anna, more specifically Anna (laughs) from Frozen. And it was a whole affair, to be honest, because I was very surprised at... The fact, so if anybody's been to Disney World, you can kind of just catch a lot of the Disney princesses and princes and characters just kind of chilling at different times in different places. But yeah. at Epcot specifically, they kind of associate them with wherever, whatever country you're nearby. So if you're, I, th- I think Belle is in France, I want to say, and Mulan is in China, and Correct. et cetera, et cetera. But Elsa and Anna, they don't just appear, they actually have their own area and cottage. So, like, they have a wait line that's designated for Elsa and Anna, the Elsa and Anna experience to like go meet them, which is kind of crazy because like they're treated like a roller coaster. Yeah. Like you wait in line or you 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 do the genie pass or you do whatever it is to go meet Elsa and Anna, which is kind of crazy. Um, we decided to go do it as a group. Oh, oh, also this entire time, Epcot was having a food and wine festival. So by the time we decided to go meet Elsa and Anna, everybody's fucking blasted on alcohol, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's a good time. <laughs> um but yeah we're trying to get aaron to meet anna and obviously we're not going to send our man through the line by himself because it's going to look much worse if one singular grown man waits in a line of kids to go meet elsa and anna so instead six grown men go in a line <laughs> to meet elsa and anna um the actors the actresses are really great they're they're really good so we meet elsa and elsa like immediately like is not concerned by the fact that six grown men are coming to meet her she's like oh Look at these six ice harvesters that have come visit, come to visit me, and I'm just like, you didn't think one of us could be a prince? Like, <laughs> that's not cool. <laughs> but yeah, she stays in character. She talks about a lot of stuff. She asks us like, how many reindeer we have, and for some reason, Alex says 27 because he's trying to be funny. And then I'm thinking to myself, I was like, why would you pick an uneven number for six such a, people? <laughs> that's such a large uneven number. Yeah. And then later on, they were like, is it is it? Do you guys have 27 deer collectively? And I said, no. Aaron has 26 deer by himself. We share the one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. She she left. She she had a small giggle. So then we meet Elsa, and then we go to meet Anna. And Anna is like the the princess that Aaron wanted to meet for vibes. And by this time, again, we're all pretty blasted. Not me. I didn't drink too much. I I had a little bit of sips on other people's drinks, and I had like uh, one drink from Hawaii that was ass, but that's not the point. So we meet Anna. And so, like, Anna is playing her character perfectly. The actress, whoever she is, is doing, like, the Anna things, like, being very nice, but, like, making the corny jokes. And then, so, she asks, do you guys know any jokes? And all five of them point to me. And then I was like, it's a good thing I have one joke for this particular instance that I always use. And it was, it was, it's it's my classic knock-knock. Who's there? Cash. Cash who? No, thanks. I prefer almonds. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. And you could tell that she was trying to hold back laughter so hard (laughs) for like three seconds. And then she just ended up laughing. And she was just like, she just like nodded. And then she got back into character. 
And she's like, I have three jokes for you guys. And she told us some uh, frozen dad level jokes, which were good. Uh, I, uh, so why did Olaf not cross the road? Why? Because he has no guts. That was okay. Because oh, he's a, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, one yeah. was that one was pretty. That was the that was the soft one, and I think it was the setup for the good ones. Okay. So the second one was, what did one snowman say to the other snowman? What? Do you smell carrots? <laughs> oh, because their nose is carrots. Uh-huh. <laughs> I still think yours is better. And then she hit us with the third one, and she said, you know, how does Kristoff like his sandwiches? With the crust off. And that, that, that one got us. That oh, one got me. I was, I, was, I was like, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that is a good one. That's um, a pretty good one. So yeah, that was the first day at Epcot. So we went to go watch the Magic Kingdom's closing ceremony because it's Disney's like 50th anniversary of Disney World or something like that. Yeah. And so they had this huge thing. I don't know. If, if you've never been to Disney World, then it's hard to explain the kind of magic that they kind of... And I say magic, but just like... The level of immersion and effort they try and put into their theme parks to make you feel like a kid again. And the Magic Kingdom's closing ceremony is perfect for that. But this year it's different because it's the 50th anniversary and they went all out and made it extra, extra. And like, to be honest, it it sounds stupid, but I don't really want to spoil it. Because I think the things that happen in that ceremony, if you get a chance to go, really for as short a second as it may be, if you really care about disney and just like if it's ever been a part of your childhood in any shape or form i think for even if it's like five seconds for five seconds you will feel like a 10 year old again or like yeah. a 12 year old or like whatever it is like i heard they, um i heard they changed it yeah um i mean i don't know when you last went i last went like 10 years ago so it was definitely changed since i went but yeah. they had there's one part that stays the same and i think it's the most iconic part of the 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 disney uh magic king closing personally what what part what part stayed the same i need to know i the went part, I think, I the last part went, that like, includes tinkerbell oh yeah that part's cool yeah i think i think uh i think i last went like 2000 i gotta look at the pictures 18 oh so you I, went pretty recently yeah yeah and so i think like i went like a year or two before they changed it but like i didn't think much of it like you like i don't know yeah i didn't think much of it until like they start playing all the songs from like all the old shows mm-hmm. and i don't know if they still do but like they played songs from like hercules and like yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it, it all and like tarzan obviously and like little mermaid and it hit home yeah home. and then so i think they've split it up so that music still occurs but yeah when you see the magic uh kingdom and you see the castle they have a huge projection on it for the 50th right. anniversary and they go through all of their history and animation and stuff and they play a lot of music and a lot of fireworks are going off. But it's, yeah, the part with Tinkerbell always gets me because it's just like the first time anybody sees that, I think it's like, oh, shit. Like, this is so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It's so worth it. Yeah, it's so cool. And then so the next day was we were doing Hollywood Studios because we wanted to do the Star Wars stuff. And we did Edge of the Galaxy, which is the Star Wars section. And Yexton, Sydney, and Alex were getting their lightsabers built. And... So they're going through the process of building their lightsabers. It's like uh, it's an expensive process, but I think it's really, really worth it if you're a Star Wars fan. I wasn't. Yeah. A, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Like I, I appreciate it for what it is, but I got to go as a guest because uh, each person who builds a lightsaber gets one guest, and they do a great job of just kind of like selling that immersion and that like you're entering this place where they picked up scraps for Star Wars or for lightsabers, and you know you're going to they're going to talk about the lore and they're going to talk about like 
you know, which kind of handle you want and which kind of hilt you want. Do you want to start like, do you want your lightsaber to be built for peace and justice or like defense and something and ancient technology and power and control? And like, it's, it's really like simple, minute stuff, to be honest. But these actors really do a good job of really kind of getting you immersed into it and really feeling the emotions of the moment. Yeah. And so people build their lightsabers and they talk about like the, the lightsabers that have been passed and like the ones that have been wielded by previous Jedi as well as Sith. And they're just like, if you choose green, then you match up with the masters Yoda and Qui-Gon Jinn. And like, they talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker and et cetera, et cetera. And it's just such a cool experience and watching it happen and like watching your homies get hyped because like they love star Wars. So like, it's a special moment for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you're just in the background pumping people up and it's a good time. It is. And so that was sick. The Star Wars rides were also super fun. There was one that was kind of like a whole experience. And again, I don't really want to spoil it. But at one point, you just <laughs> you get into a ship on one side, right? And uh, a ship. And you're thinking, okay, if the other side of this door opens, then I'll end up in a new place because that must be where the ride is. But then the same side opens and you end up in this fucking room and you're like, wait, how do we do that? <laughs> And then it's just like super funny because like you're in this room um, and basically part of the theme of the ride is that you're captured by the, what is it? The first order and the first order. So like, it's super funny because you're in this room and you're captured and you're taking pictures. Like a bunch of people are taking pictures. And then the dude who's like an actor, he's like, yeah, when you guys are done documenting your capture, please move along. But he says it like aggressively because you know they all stay in character, but like they want right. you to have the Disney experience still. Yeah, and I'm yeah, just like, yeah. these guys, these guys are crushing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Star Wars was super cool. We finished up there. We did some Toy Story stuff. Toy Story Ride is super fun. And just in general, like Hollywood Studios has really leveled up. I feel like I remember it as a kid not being super a huge deal other than Tower of Terror, but the rest of it is kind of like really gotten a little bit bigger and more fun to do, I think. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. It was cool. Uh, we tried again to get into the Guardians queue the next day because we had a park hopper. So we thought we could return to Epcot. We did not get in at 7 a.m. because we were not registered for Epcot that day. And then we tried again at 1 p.m. because we thought the park hopper would help us. And we could not do it. Sold out in four seconds. Yeah, no. Um, so the Guardians ride, crazy, crazy popular. Uh, if After Star Wars, I think we ate, which was chill. We went to the Star Wars bar, so we got to see all the fancy drinks they make. Shit is like steaming, shit is green or blue and like different colors and all this crazy stuff because, you know, it's novelty stuff. Yeah. Um, after that, we were on the search for a couple of items. One, I wanted to go buy this thing. I was getting Nikki's gift because I saw it earlier that day, but I didn't want to buy it and carry it around all day because I knew they would have it. Um, so we went back to the shops in Hollywood Studios and I went to go buy the gift I was getting for Nikki, which is um it's a puzzle it's a 1000 piece puzzle and it's the well nikki loves puzzles first of all so i got it that's why i knew she would love it but the second part is that it's the characters from up so it's uh it's it's the old couple oh it's it's carl and ellie and then on one side of the puzzle but on the other side of the puzzle because it's a two-sided puzzle it's them young signing their mailbox oh so yeah that's really cool i got that for nikki and Jackson bought some gifts, but he was on a specific search for like the 50th anniversary hoodie, which apparently you cannot buy outside of Orlando or to Disneyland slash Los Angeles. I don't actually know if that's true, but it like you couldn't buy it online at least. That's the, but you could buy it if you could find it in a Disney store with the Disney app. 
So that was pretty interesting. Um, we went to a couple of different places, three different places inside of Hollywood Studios, and they kind of all directed us to different places. But the very last lady kind of was like, hey, look for this little hidden gem on the side. They usually, like, we're out of stock of that item, but, like, this place isn't as heavily trafficked. So, like, go check this one. And yeah. we go check it, and then we find the hoodie, and Yexum buys three of them because he's buying them for gifts and buying them for himself. So it's pretty sick. So we got to do that. And so we're leaving, and we're deciding whether or not we're going to watch the Magic Kingdom closing again, or we're going to go and watch Epcot's closing. Because we didn't watch Epcot's closing the previous day because we switched to go watch the Magic Kingdom closing. Yeah. Um, we end up deciding, like, everybody takes a vote. And basically, as soon as Yexum voted for the Epcot one, I just jumped on the ship with him because I thought we should go see the Epcot closing anyways. Yeah. So then we all voted. We go to see the Epcot closing. So we get to Epcot and we get back there and we're just like cruising for food again. And the other thing is, is Yexen was on the search for the first time visitor badge. And so we go to this guest relations place and they say, no, we don't have it. But like you can search any of the guest relations place. So you can ask all of them because they all have different supplies of it. And so we're walking around and we get to this dude and we're just like, yo, can do you guys have the first time visitor badge? And he's like, yeah, I have some of the older ones, not the current one. But and they were like, yeah, we'll take it. So we get like four of them because they're first time visitors. Like most of us are first time visitors, except for me and Aaron and Alex. Alex had been once before, but me and Aaron have been multiple times. And so the crazy part is, is this dude is talking to us and we're shooting the shit with him. And he's like super nice. And he's telling us about all the stuff that's going on. And then we're leaving. And I was like, yo, yo, Alex, because he has all the tickets on his phone. Right. And so Alex has all the tickets on the phone because he's the one that bought it beforehand to set everything yeah. up. I was like, yo, yo, Alex, this guy's this guy's super nice. And he's like, yeah, I was like, yo, you'll go back there and ask him if he can cue us for the Guardians ride. And then Alex goes back there and he's like, yeah, like, I, I also have a question. Like, do you know how like like if it's possible to get into the Guardians of the Galaxy ride? He's like, yeah, it's so difficult. Like everything like today's today's queue sold out within four seconds. And then like yesterday it was like less than four seconds. And, you know, it's really difficult. And I was just like, yeah, but like, you know, it's, you know, their first time and like, we're not coming back. Cause like, obviously we don't have any Disney movie passes anymore. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's tough. Um, we're not really supposed to do this, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to cue you guys for the guardians, right? You just head straight over there right now. God damn. So it's like, it's like 9 PM and we get to go, wait in line we we get the opportunity to wait in line <laughs> so we go wait in line for the guardians of the galaxy it's not 9 p.m sorry it's like 7 p.m or something so we go and we wait in line for the guardians of the galaxy ride which is absolutely sick such a cool ride yeah if you if you love planetariums and you love roller coasters then you would like you're gonna lose your fucking shit when you ride the guardians ride oh, it's man. so cool now i gotta look it up on youtube yeah it's I mean, yeah, it's like I don't I don't think a video could do it justice to be honest. Oh no, for sure. But I mean But yeah, yeah, if you want to see what it's like, then yeah, definitely do that. Um so we ride the Guardians ride, which we didn't think we were gonna do because we'd never made it into any of the queues. Um after that we watch Epcot's closing, which is called Harmonious, and they play a bunch of different songs and their thing in the middle of the lake at Epcot fireworks. does fireworks and shoots water and does like projection screens and does all this other shit. But the cool part is, is that every song that they play is played in English, but also the native language of that country of that song. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's been a while since I, I don't remember Epcot. It's pretty drunk. Yeah. I mean, yeah. As, as it goes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. But that's pretty cool. And ironically, the best food at Epcot is in the America section, in my opinion. And it's this little crab cake slider, hidden gem. I say that's that's the only food that felt worth it, to be honest. The rest of the food is overpriced and not good i also had yeah. some pho there garbage but yeah 
it, as expected. You know, I didn't expect it to be good. But yeah, Harmonious is sick. So like, you'll get to see like Mulan, for example. They'll play Reflections and they'll start it in English, but they'll continue the lyrics in Chinese and then they'll switch back to English. Like as you're going through the song, it's a very cool experience. It's very like heartwarming and like, you know, like one country, one world kind of. Yeah. The feels everywhere. Yeah, it just gets you. Yeah. Um. Obviously, every time we're driving, the vibes are immaculate because we're driving and singing along to Disney songs or we're listening to some really, really hood shit. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then the next day was Universal Studios. Universal Studios, to be honest, is kind of mid. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Damn. We went to go see Diagon Alley, which was cool, but it's a little too cramped. And it's cool because you see a dragon blow fire, but it doesn't take you long. You ride one ride and you kind of walk around Diagon Alley and you're kind of... Yeah. The rest of Universal Studios is is really mid. The Fast and Furious ride there is Absolute Cheeks. Absolute <laughs> Cheeks. Wait, is this still called Universal Studios? Yeah. I thought it was called something else. Which one? Universal Studios. No, it's still called Universal Studios. Oh, maybe something else changed their name. It's been a while. Yeah. So Universal Studios, I mean, I as far as I know, that's what they were calling it. So yeah, we were done pretty early that day, and then we were having a chill night. We did a lot of drinking. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron told me because we were playing Birio Kart, right? And if you don't know the rules of Birio Kart, the <laughs> rules are basically you cannot drink and drive. So you have to put down your controller, but you have to finish your drink before the end of the end of the race, basically. So we we're playing Birio Kart. And so it's different plans. Some people like to do one lap and drink a little bit. Some people like to dr- finish as much as they can and try and drink as, like drink it at the end and then just push themselves over the line. Some people like to chug at the start. I was one of the people that tr- that chugged at the start, basically. So I was drinking a White Claw because I think we had White Claws. I don't think we had any beer because we did not plan on playing Beerio Kart, but it's just what we had. Yeah. <laughs> and so I pound this White Claw, right? And then Aaron's like, yo, clearly in a past life, Brian was a frat boy because this man is is crushing this like drinks. And I was like, you know, what's funny about that is the first time I shotgunned a beer, I hated it. But the first time, the second time I shotgunned a beer, I was awesome. At it. That's how it works. That is how it goes. Yeah. First one's a warm up. And then once you rip the bandaid off, it's like, yo. Now, you know, now you know. the jaw and we go. Yeah. Breathe through your nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Universal Studios was pretty mid. Um, next day was Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. So that's like marvel um harry potter but hogsmeade instead of diagon alley and other rides of uh why am i uh jurassic park so those rides the ride the new ride for harry potter at hogsmeade is really cool because it's like hagrid's motorcycle and you get to ride the motorcycle and it's cool because like one of the seats is just like a side seat and you just ride the motor the ride the ride but the side side, yeah the sidecar and then the other seat is the one that you ride like a motorcycle so you get to put your hands on the handlebar and you get to feel like you're cruising through very very cool ride um the velocicoaster which is in jurassic park area i didn't ride because i was feeling sick at that point and basically i'm just too old to ride roller coasters yeah <laughs> and it just don't feel good chief um uh i heard it was really good from the people that went because like our, most of our group went i just didn't go and so yeah it was a good time um islands of adventure was better than universal studios for sure if anything i think we should have park hoppered and put those two parks together and then you know, kind of did Disney their own separate days. Because even Animal Kingdom, which is kind of used to be the the most, like, least cared about park for Disney, now has the Avatar stuff, if you're into that. Yeah. I heard it's really nice. Have you, have you done the Avatar ride? I have not. We didn't go to Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I just don't know if you've ever tried it before, but it's, it's pretty fun. Oh, uh, cool. But yeah, we didn't, we didn't go to Animal Kingdom this time, and the last time I went, it, wasn't, it didn't exist yet. But yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think it was a really good trip. I think there were some things that we would have changed because, like, obviously, our Airbnb was just further than we thought it was, and we just didn't know Florida geography. Yeah. So, like, we were kind of under the impression it would be, like, staying in Lorton and going to D.C., you know, like, you know what I mean? But it was yeah. more like staying in Manassas and going to D.C., so for, that's just for Virginia reference. Yeah. Um, also, the car rental place we used is absolutely garbage and a scam. And we made the mistake of trying to go cheap. And they ended up charging us for insurance every single day because they wouldn't let us off the lot without insurance. So they're a fucking you. scam. Wait, you know, you guys, you know, um, your car insurance. You can use no, your car no, insurance. We, we tried to, but they literally would not let us rent. And so because they drive you away from the airport, you have to Uber back or taxi back to the airport if you were going to get a new service. And it's just like, this place is a fucking scam. I rarely have ever leave reviews unless I truly think a place is a fucking horrendous scam. And this place is a fucking horrendous scam. It's funny you say that because I noticed I also do it too. So I've been making a point to leave good reviews at places that I actually enjoy. Same. I noticed that too. Yeah. Also, side note, uh, travel hack for people, use Turo. Yeah. We considered using Turo. But uh, the thing with Turo is that minivans are actually not as common on Turo, basically. Because most people who own a minivan use their minivan. People don't own a minivan as a second car, if that makes sense. Yeah, but um, I think like you might as well just get like a big SUV with a third row. Yeah, we could have, but you know, that's what that's what I normally do with big groups. Because uh, you, you're right, there aren't a lot of minivans on there. Yeah, yeah, but we just got the minivan for vibes. You know, wanted to look like a family rolling in and then not be a family. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so Reliant Car Rental, absolute garbage. If anybody goes to Orlando, do not rent from them. And it's all management, too. Cause the people who work there try their best, but, like, the management is really fucking shit. Like, it's yeah. really, the really holes. bad. Yeah. It's an absolute scam. Um, yeah, other than that, I think the Airbnb. And I think that's kind of the stuff that, in terms of, like, just talking about the trip is how it went. Um, so, yeah, that was my trip. I think that was, like, 30 minutes, so we can keep it a short episode. Sounds like a good time. It was a good time. Congratulations, Jackson! By the way, congratulations to Jackson, indeed. Happy for we, uh, I'm excited for his big day. We got back and we realized his wedding was two and a half weeks away, and we we're just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, right around the corner. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, if it was anybody else's wedding, or if I wasn't a part of the groom party, I'd be like, "Yeah, I can sneak out of you." <laughs> but it seems irresponsible nah. when you're part of the groom party. <laughs> yeah, nah, it's all good. Uh, I'll be there in spirit. In spirit. <laughs> Anything else we want to talk about, or we would just wrap the episode up? Um, you said you uh, found the ending of the last episode interesting. How did you find it interesting? I thought it was really funny because <laughs> Willie was so shocked that you're <laughs> you're so shallow, and I was like, Eddie is a shallow person when it comes to dating, and that's okay. But it's not just that he's shallow; it's just that it's the first impression. It becomes very difficult, right? Because like, if you're not physically attracted to a person, it's very difficult to even want to get to know them as a person. If you're dating, if your intention is dating, I should say, sorry. Yeah. Because like, if you're just like hanging out with somebody and you're just the intention is to be friends, like whatever. But if your intention is to truly date somebody and you're like serious about dating, then I, yeah, like obviously you're just not going to listen to the things or you're not going to get to know this person as well as you could if, or not put the effort if you're not attracted to them in some shape or form. That's true. Instead, like before there was the fuck around and find out chart, there was the, um, the amount of hot to crazy you could allow. So like the hotter they were going across on the x-axis, the more crazy you would deal with. Yeah. <laughs> I think all the guys know well, what which art this is. 
Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, it's just a very similar thing, you know? Yeah. That's, but I do find it funny. I, some of the, some of the questions Willie really asked were pretty funny. Uh, I wonder, there are some that I think eventually will come up that I think will be fun when he does more of them with you, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I felt like, did you, did you find any of my uh, answers outlandish and ridiculous? I, I didn't find any of them ridiculous or outlandish, but I did find it very funny that it's an exponential rolling scale, basically. It is. Because, like, if you're a six losing points, then you're going to lose more points than a nine losing points, which is... <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just how it works. It is just how it works. Attractive yeah. people just get away with things. Yeah, the things you the, the things you, uh, you sacrifice. I did briefly think about it, and also, Nikki did take great offense to the fact that you don't respect her opinions on water, which I thought was hilarious. But I was... <laughs> Yeah, so it's funny because I remember I remember the first time I went over to Nikki's apartment, and every single time after that too, she has offered me water, and I don't say anything because it's not worth it to call someone out on something so small, right? But you did it on a podcast. You've declared uh, war, friend. No, 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 no. <laughs> Willie asked me about it specifically. That's why I bring it up. Um, but but yeah, no, I mean water. The Brita, Brita filter doesn't change the taste of the water. It just filters it out to make it clean or whatever. Mm-hmm. The water still tastes like booty hole. So, you know, I sorry, Nikki, but that's just a fact. I don't like the water in Fairfax County. It tastes weird. Man, yeah. Strong opinions. Very I don't know. Opinion. I mean, as long as it's filtered. I, I mean, you guys, you guys tasted the New York water. Yeah, Can't tell me taste, that that don't taste better. No, it tastes like water, bro. Yo, I have strong opinions on water and it tasted fine. I guess what? I could have had more of it. What, New York water? Yeah. But you can't tell me New York water doesn't taste better than Fairfax County water. I don't know. I feel like I'd have to do a blind taste test. Can't just be saying shit. That's fair. You can't back it up with a, without a blind taste test. I'm just saying. When you come down, bring bring like three gallons of New York tap, and we're going to have a blind taste test. I will, actually. Coming down <laughs> next week, I'm going to bottle this shit up. Glass container and everything. Yeah. Do the things. I'm in. A blind taste test for water? That's like my third favorite activity. What's your first two? <laughs> I don't know, man. I didn't think this far. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's wrap it up oh yeah also i want to talk about the fact that you 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 said you don't know anybody who's attractive and funny and then i thought to myself i was like man eddie either thinks i'm really ugly or he thinks i'm really funny <laughs> and i was like eh, either way it's okay with me i say the same thing though because if people are tall or good looking i basically assume they have no personality until they prove that they have personality because they're attractive people okay when i say attractive i'm talking about nines and tens I know. That's what I'm talking about too. Yeah. If a Brian, motherfucker walks you, I don't. I mean, also to be fair, like, like I said, to me, it's not like, like, it's I can't. It's hard for me to judge guys because I'm just not attracted to guys. It's mm-hmm. so like to me, I'm like, yo, Brian's not a nine or a ten. I know he's not unattractive, and I know he's like relatively attractive. He's tall too, yeah. but he's not a nine or a ten. No offense. I, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with this. This is okay. Yeah. I don't really have an issue with it. I was more so joking, but I think the funny part is, is that I agree with you. When some, when a dude walks into a room and he's like six five and he's got like a jaw that's cutting glass, I'm like, this man has no personality. Oh, for sure. It's funny you say that too, because it's the same thing with like a lot of athletes, right? Because they dedicate most of their time to like the craft. Mm-hmm. They have no social skills. Yeah. No, no. Uh, what is it? No healthy coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No standards for healthy communication. Yeah horrible at expressing their emotions in a healthy manner yeah i'm out here i thought this out 
No, I mean, yeah, I've thought it out now. Like, well, for example, right? Yo, not to throw shade at my current team, but my current team, like, at work, super, super intelligent people. But I'm sitting here like, yo, a lot of the stuff that you guys complain about or like there's like some beef between some of the members and I'm sitting here like, yeah, it's not that it's not that big. to me. It's not that big of a deal. One, because it's like you guys just are not great at expressing yourselves. Right. Yeah. Like if I have if I ever had a, any issues with a team member, I'd probably like talk to them about it. Confront them. Mm-hmm. Let them know how I feel. Get their side of the story and just, you know, just let them know like, hey, I don't like how you said that or whatever. But these are very difficult soft skills that to come across when you talk about like super technical people yeah because they tend to be a little bit more passive aggressive by yeah. nature unfortunately yeah, yeah that's actually the, the 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 topic of this morning with uh some some of the guys on my team i see yeah that, that's tough um we can save my volleyball talk for another day but yes i have discovered i'm a very selfish volleyball player oh i'm interested to hear about this yeah i just want the ball man nothing wrong with that <laughs> You want to uh, play? You can't play no. without the ball. I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm super selfish. I gotta work on my attitude about the whole thing because I get, I get super selfish. But different conversation for a different podcast. Facts. Peace out. No happiness podcast at gmail.com. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Anchor suggested that I put in a subscription for the podcast and ask people to pay one dollar for no ads. And I was like, I wonder if people would do that. Probably no. not because nobody listens on Anchor. But let me tell you, that's not coming. But also, I don't. I wouldn't do that to our people. I'm yeah. not, we're not. We're not about to sell out. We're not about to sell people a non-ad experience. Yeah, we're not about to sell out. Honestly, like first of all, the ads amazing. I work hard to place those ads in good <laughs> parts of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the last placement was really good. It was. It was perfect placement. Actually, I was thinking. I was listening to it on my plane ride, and I was like, "This is a really well placed ad." Actually. <laughs> Thanks. I try. I try. It's um. It, well, it's easy for me because like I listen when we record. I listen to the whole episode, mm-hmm. and so like I usually get a good vibe of where to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Where to hook people. Yeah. Anyways, any thoughts, ideas, criticisms, concerns, comments? You want to be on the podcast? You want to talk to Eddie? You want to talk to me? No happiness podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, like, follow, subscribe. Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. Peace out. Peace. Deuces. Yo. Nope.